a Telltale Pod production. Spirit Bird by Jasbinda Belan Chapter 12 We try to make ourselves invisible by pressing into the platform wall, keeping well away from the guards who stalk up and down like hungry wolves, ready to pounce, checking tickets. Tickets we don't have. Come on, come on, I say, willing the train to appear. If it doesn't come soon, the guards are bound to spot us. As soon as it gets here, we'll fool them by jumping on in the middle of the crowd, says Jeevan, shifting around impatiently. At last, a crackly announcement from the speaker blares on the platform. Train to Shimbala, arriving next. Stand back, stand back. My heart begins to pump wildly as the heaving and chugging train pulls into the station, hundreds of waving hands sticking out of the small square windows. The train hisses and screeches as it comes to a standstill, the iron wheels extending sparks into the air. Come on, Jeevan, quick, while they're all busy! We merge into the crowd as it surges towards the opening doors and begins squeezing into the carriages. Keep close to me, I gasp, clinging on to Jeevan's sleeve. We mustn't lose each other. The rest of the passengers begin climbing aboard too, shoving their bags, cases and bodies into us so I can barely breathe. I propel myself towards a family, right in front, with lots of children. Let's get on with them! OK, let's go says Jeevan in a muffled voice. Tickets, please! Tickets, please! Someone barks in front of us, just as we're about to step on. A uniformed guard takes one from the farther in front and peers at it. How many? he asks. Those two boys as well? The man glances at us and then puts his arms around his children. Only these, he says. The guard waves them in and fixes us with a scowl. I'm filled with fear and disappointment. And you? The guard lowers his face. Where's yours? I pretend to search in my pockets for the ticket I know isn't there. It must have dropped out, I say, looking at Jeevan. Dropped out? The guard pulls a disgusted face. More like never bought. Now get off! He spins me round and places his hand at the base of my back, pushing me off the train and back into the crowd, making me knock into a woman carrying a basket of fruit, which tips all over the ground. Oi! Watch where you're going! She shouts angrily. I begin to pick up some of the fruit, but Jeevan tugs me by the sleeve and pulls me away from the woman who swipes at me. 
Let's get out of here, he urges. We shove our way through the halls. What are we going to do now? I ask, full of frustration. We must get this train. I look up and down the platform. One end is much emptier with hardly any guards. Come on! We hurry towards the quieter end of the platform and stop beside some carriages that don't have any windows. These must be for the cargo, says Jeevan, jumping at the sound of the whistle. Jeevan! I shout. The train's leaving! We have to get on! We run beside it as it jolts forwards and stops. Quick! I force my fingers into a small gap in one of the doors and yank with all my force, but it won't budge. Move! shouts Jeevan, trying to prise it open. No, let me! My hands can fit in the gap! This time, I shove until my face turns hot and it feels like it's about to explode. One, two, three! I strain one more time and the door rolls open, stabbing splinters into my skin. I press my palms into the carriage and heave myself in, Jeevan closely following behind. He pants, still lying on his front. We did it! We push the door closed again, and despite the bright sun outside, there isn't much light in here. A dank smell of wet straw hangs in the air, and in the shadows there are dark shapes pushed against the back of the carriage. Sacks, I realise. Let's, let's hide behind these, I say, just as a shrill whistle sounds in the distance. We stoop behind the sacks and a low shudder vibrates through the floor as the train picks up speed and rattles over the track. Jeevan grins at me. My body fills with excitement and fear. We're going to find Papa at last. I kneel behind the sacks and watch the whitewashed buildings of Sunahar flash by through the small crack in the door and we'll face all the dangers together. Jeevan digs into his bag, pulls out a green banana leaf package and hands it to me. Look what I brought you from the Dabba store. I unwrap the large ridged leaves as carefully as if it was the best present in the whole world. So you were thinking about me. I cram the spicy pastry into my mouth, the salty potato filling melting on my tongue. This is so good. Thank you, I mumble, savouring the last mouthful. I think you should twist your hair into a top knot, I ask. It's got so long recently, then we'll both look different. Jeevan pulls his hair off his face and holds it up. What do you think? Mama always wanted me to grow my hair and be a good Sikh boy. I give him the band off my plait and he ties it up. Sweat suddenly slicks my palms. As if from nowhere, a horrible thought flashes through my mind. What if the police truck is down before we reach Papa? We'll be in such trouble, and all for nothing. We can't let that happen, says Jeevan, squeezing my arm. 
We'll find your papa and everything will be okay. You'll see. That was another Tell-A-Tale Pod production. Remember that you can follow, share and find more of our podcasts at tellatalepod.podbean.com